many days how many days were you not on the show bam we're live um from the 25th until today so almost a week wow was it weird coming back? oh i think you might have to move your microphone closer to your mouth closer how's that closer how about this (laughs) now you sound like a pilot (laughs) hey uh was it weird coming back on this morning yeah like uh i was telling telling my wife i was like kind of stressed i was like freaking out a little bit yeah that's healthy awesome awesome (laughs) that's awesome back in the seat uh awesome seeing you dude yeah it's good to be back and in a normal room too not like (laughs) i don't know i'm not saying i like that part i was perfectly happy with you in that (laughs) you like the doctor's office (laughs) yeah that shit was great i knew you couldn't go anywhere damn we should have we should have screenshot it and had him like be on green screen like that and then that way he just like hits the background away. He's like, I'm back, bitches. And it just falls away and he's back. <laughs> so, so Caleb, you left where you were at. And how many hours was the flight to uh, Germany? Uh, flight to Germany was, I think it was six or seven hours. Six, probably. Yeah. Six or seven hours. Uh, were you we with were, your homeboys or just by yourself? I was with everybody. Yeah. I saw my, all, everybody that I was with, we just clambered into a commercial airliner and, Oh, you did with like real seats. You didn't sit on the ground or those yeah. weird netted seats. Oh, that's cool. Shit. Was yeah. that a surprise for you? No, we had flown it. We had flown the same airline to get there. Okay. And uh, so, I mean, it's like a, just a contracted airliner with like a, just a shitload of seats that they pack everybody in together. Is it a familiar name on the side of the plane? Like, do we know it? Is it like, I mean, obviously no. not. No, no, it's not. Okay. No. It doesn't say like Southwest, Southwest. on the side. <laughs> no. It would still be there. It'd be delayed in Canada. Yeah, it would just be fucking stuck there probably. Uh, no, it's like, so I don't even know. It's called Omni Air. Omni Air. Um, they, I think they literally just contract for the military, but Yeah. Hey, what does this mean? Um, the, That's the, what fact, I thought the fact that Caleb is a cat person makes me inexcusably horny. Yeah, I think it's horny. Uh, to be honest, I'm not really a cat person. Um, <laughs> this cat just kind of got pawned off on us by a family member. And uh, now we just have a cat. She actually acts more like a dog. She'll like shake and like. Horn. No, he said that's a word. What's horned mean? Someone needs to look that up. I got it. Uh, oh, it's an urban dictionary. Great. Trish. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. What's it mean? Here, I'll pull it up. Oh, you got it, Susan. <clears throat> Wait, did my screen freeze? Oh, there it, there it is. I don't do that very often. I just adjusted my nuts. Usually, I don't need to do that. This seven oh two. A type of meme or photo that's like porn, but usually posted in an unwanted, awkward place for attention. Yeah, well, that it does look. That cat does look placed, right? But it's not. It's obviously watching something outside. But that cat totally looks like it's staged. Like I'm home. I'm a cat person. Yeah, she's uh she's watching some birds. I think. Uh, uh, Jethro says there's a dick story that you mentioned you were going to tell. Oh God, already. <laughs> Oh, it's been don't... three minutes. It's been. Three I know. Minutes. I didn't. I thought everybody's gonna forget about that. Honestly, just ease into it. We can. Uh, we can. We can save it. We don't have. Yeah. We can, oh, we can wait. Wait a little bit. Warm up a little bit. Yeah. We'll wait. I. I need to find a good way to like articulate that story still. So, just give me a bit. Jethro, it's kind of um, 
stories on here it's kind of like there's like a bit of it's like foreplay like someone has to tell a story about how they fell down the stairs and someone else talks about how one time they choked they gagged on their toothbrush and next thing you know someone's talking about a time they their penis touched their friend's penis i mean get let us warm up to that uh, <laughs> ease into it there's a yeah there's a playbook yeah. to these things yeah uh, it, I'll tell you though. I think how the story goes is uh, he had to check a guy's penis, and there were no gloves, and he had to barehand it. That's my guess <laughs> on what that uh, Caleb story is. Knuckle side though, that's knuckle side, not. <laughs> that's pretty tame, uh, I think, com compared to the actual story. But. Oh, good. <laughs> Guys, I wanted. To, I, I was thinking about this this uh, morning in the shower. So this show, what this show does, and, and, I, and I stole this from uh, Greg Glassman, uh, this, this show sells the truth. So that's all we have. All we have is the truth. And so we may not get it right, but that's what we're trying to do. And what I mean sells the truth, not only are we trying to tell you the truth about everything, but we're also trying to give you insights on how we think about it. So two plus two is four, and how we think about it is um, I, I look at uh, myself and Sousa, and then I look, oh, let's do two plus one. It's easier. I look at myself and Sousa, and then there's Caleb, and that's plus one, and then I can count one, two, three. We try to actually tell you how we came to our conclusions on things, uh, I, we, like why I think it's silly that um, you talk about gun control without talking about the ramifications of outlying guns. We talk about, hey, you talk about, or not you, but people talk about police need more training. We talk about, hey, well, what's the other side of the equation? The other side of the equation is that the public needs more training. And I think that that would be vastly more useful in conquering whatever the problem is. And it's just an emotional response to say the police need more training because we've been trying that bullshit for 30 years, et cetera. But I'm just trying to say that like, whether we're right or wrong, we're trying to uh, to tell you how we think not only the truth but and if we if we detract from that at all we're, what we're doing is is we're spending our our equity our um our our show's equity and we never want to do that we never ever ever we would never like want to lie to you on purpose even if it were around a sponsor so you know that thing that hiller does he he says, um, uh, you know, uh, Brooke Wells is selling mattress A today, and then tomorrow she's selling mattress B. And what are we all supposed to do? Throw away mattress A and then go buy mattress B if we're supposed to. But her, but she's not selling the truth. And I was talking with a friend yesterday, and he says that he doesn't care when athletes do that because we all know. Actually, I still care. And, it, and what I mean by that is, is, my friends tell me, hey, it's just an unspoken thing that we all know. It's the white elephant in the room. Everyone knows it. Don't take um, these people uh, seriously when it comes to the products they sell. But I don't think – I, I think it still speaks volumes to their character that they don't acknowledge this, this behavior, right? So when we take on a sponsor, I can't let them buy the truth at all or else I'm selling the show's equity. I can't have Gabe come on here and be like, hey, I have a new tea coming out. Will you tell people you drink tea all the time? I just – I can't do that because um, it would be spending the the only thing that I'm that I have for you guys. I don't have a nice butt. I'm not really good at CrossFit. But 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 Brooke Wells and these other people are selling something else to you. Here's where it gets weird and interesting. They consider themselves influencers, right? And so that they know that they're influencing people. So then when they influence people in a bad way, they know they have to go to bed. At some point, they're going to have to answer to that in their life. Anytime you lie, it's going to uh, reduce the fidelity of your ability to interact with the world and elicit happiness from it, excitement, pleasure from it. 
So, um, I where I where I go with this, if if you can connect the dots with me, is that then you have a a, a company like CrossFit Mayhem, and this is where all this thought is. You know, there's been so much fun stimulus that's allowed Susan to have all these cool talks uh, throughout the day. Mayhem says something really interesting because they're trying to do both, right? They have their values up front. They think that the Bible is real and that Jesus is the savior. And they're trying to live to that while also selling things. So they even have put other rules. They're like the Amish. They've put other rules on themselves while they're playing by different rules than, than the rest of the uh, community. Right. So the Amish have to sell to stuff. They have to sell fruits and vegetables at the market but and go against uh, other companies. But they're not allowed to use gas powered, you know, uh, or electric powered, whatever the fuck their rules are to uh, harvest that stuff. Right. So there's all these interesting it, it's just interesting um, games. I don't mean that in a bad way, but interesting techniques going on within the um, ecosystem. With all of that being said, my specific thing with Brooke Wells was. And with all of these guys, and I'm going to probably, there'll be no end to this because it's such great content, is the fact that she made a post saying about her morals and her ethics and her values regarding Greg Glassman, even though we have no, her post made absolutely, gave you no idea what the fuck she was talking about in, you know, in a full length post. Um, the, the part that's weird is, is that now you sell poison to kids. And so whatever Greg did must have been pretty fucking bad. If you're willing to now, if you, if you, if you can somehow think that selling poison to kids is less bad. She's part so, of the matrix. Oh, that is that giving her a pass? Is that your way of giving her a pass? No, I'm just saying oh. that's just, she's just flowing down the river, baby. Flowing right. down the river. Well, I, I if you do change. that, if you do that, you're burning. Don't think that you're not burning some equity somewhere. You are. A hundred percent. You're losing yeah. every time she does that or switches a sponsor that was sponsor A to sponsor B and they're the same exact product and stuff like that. You lose trust with your audience and it'll take her a while to figure that out because she has such a massive audience. And I don't necessarily know why we're picking on her. I don't think we mean to just no, like, no, not just at all. Not trying to pick on her at all. Example. Not yeah. To pick her at all. But if you have a person and they're selling you product A and then immediately they switch to product B within a couple of months. And like Sevon was saying, like now all of a sudden you're like, wait, we bought A, now you're on B. It's you lose trust each time with your audience like that. And slowly you diminish not only like you were saying the equity of the show, but you're diminishing that relationship with your audience. Because if you're not endorsing products that you solely actually use and believe in and 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 uh, and truly back, <clears throat> then it's only a limited time to where people just look at you as like, oh, they're just peddling something else this time. And they're not really going to act. And, and no one, no one buys that. No one buys that a Snicker bar is a good way to get your meet your macros and get your twenty grams of protein. No one, no one's, no one buys that. Yeah, and that's well. Isn't even food. Actually, people do buy that. <laughs> but, a lot, but, a lot of people buy it. <laughs> but, but I don't buy that. And everybody's always looking for like shortcuts. So when these athletes sell different things like that, they think, oh, it's the reason why I'm not going to the games because I need to mimic Matt's routine or I need to mimic Brooke Wells's routine and they're eating this product. And so maybe if I eat that product, that'll help me get closer yeah. to my goals. And and that's where maybe, we have maybe she'll be a guest. I'm surprised at who comes on. Maybe she'll be a guest. I we had know. a moment at Wadapalooza. Like we locked eyes and she gave me a nod and I gave I like her a her. nod and <laughs> I like her. I'd like to help her sell snicker. I'd like to help her sell snicker bars. Like if that's if I, if I can help her do that. We'll even set up the little fucking logo here. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, we'll throw talk the, about how- I'll throw the snicker bar logo on there. Like I like I'd like to have her on. I think I'd be here. I think it would be a great value to have her on. Oh fuck yeah! 
not also- not a lot, just once a week, just as a once a week regular <laughs> guest. And then we could talk about how what's inside the Snicker isn't actually real food. I wouldn't even do that to her. Not not to her, but then once she was gone. <laughs> so so anyway, so that's the difference, right? I mean, she has a talent and a skill and a body that um is it, that she is selling, and I am just trying to sell the truth. And so when she does stuff like that, it's just. She made. I should actually thank her. She she's made a, um, she's made content for me. She set me up. So, thank you. I appreciate. Yeah. It. Um. So, uh, Hal Roberts. I still won't buy Snickers. Milky Way is so much better. Is Milky Way softer? Is Milky Way softer and Snickers is harder? Yeah. He likes the limp. He likes the limp, flaccid, and and Brooke likes the more hard. The nutty rigid. ones. Do the nutty? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. My mom, my mom used to um, take me to clarinet lessons, and she would always get this bar at the liquor store next door. It was, uh, I think it's called a hundred thousand dollar bar. Hundred that- grand. Hundred grand. Or maybe she would get a Baby Ruth. Fuck, I don't remember. I should just keep my mouth shut. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Scott Perkins, Sevon would eat a Snickers bar off that ass. There's definitely a time in my life. Specific. Uh, <laughs> I don't even eat my kids. Uh, I I do bad stuff, but I I would I don't think I would I don't think I can't ever see myself ever eating a Snickers bar the rest of my life. I just wouldn't choose to do. You know what's crazy for my bad stuff is um a lot of the parents that are like that have gone cookie dough. I'd eat cookie dough. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, cookie do is good a lot of the parents that um have uh done nutrition stuff or or done our like nutrition reset that we do every year they have to fill out this food log and then um halfway through grace will like look at it and we'll be like well i have all your food logs here and then we just did your weight and it doesn't seem to match up with what was on your food log which is the results you're getting and uh often what does that mean you look fat and your food doesn't show that you should still be fat yeah your body fat percentage hasn't moved skeletal muscle mass hasn't moved body weight hasn't moved but yet you've seemed to have a perfect food log every single week for the last six weeks yeah but yeah as soon as we actually measure those it's like nothing moves right what ends up happening is a lot of time it's parents and what they don't realize is they're like picking off of all their kids food as they make it you know so like they'll make oh and, and the thing is too that that always gets me that I always like stop to think about is half the time the food that they're like picking off and like eating isn't even food. They're like, Oh, well I'm, I, you know, I buy that stuff for the kids. It's I have the Mac and cheese and they didn't finish it. And so I finished the Mac and cheese and then I made them these stuff with the crackers. They didn't eat the rest. So I ate the crackers and then they're also not logging that on their food log. And a lot of times I don't even go to, I don't even order food when I go to fancy restaurants. I just eat my kids leftovers. So I go right. to some restaurant where the hamburgers are $27 each and they each get a hamburger. And I don't, I just, I just sit there. I get like a sparkling water. And then when they're done, I eat their shit. It, All of it. Yeah. Like the garnish. <laughs> like the garnish. And it's, it's always interesting to me because the parents will say that. And then they'll, they'll be like, oh, well the kid, that kid that's for the, the food is for the kids. Like you get those snacks for the kids. And then I right. kind of think, and I'm like, well, why the hell are you buying all that much junk for the kids in the first place? I never, I've, and I, I take my kids to buy smoothies, like juice smoothies. I've never ordered one for myself, but I think I drink more than they do every time because right. they never finish their shit and then they pass their cups forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Dad tax. dad tax. What is it? It's a dad tax. Yeah, dad, dad tax. tax. <laughs> oh, Atlanta. Hey, you like my uh, shirt? CrossFit uh, 2023. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a free shirt I got at the event. 
Caleb, I, when it is, it's cool. When can you, I guess at some point we can start asking you questions. When can we start knowing about where you were at and stuff? You have to probably, be out. Probably now. I don't really, it's not like it was, it was more of a, I guess a secret while I was there. Cause I didn't really want anybody to know, but, um, so do you want to know? Yeah. Yeah. What country <laughs> were you in? Uh, I was in Jordan. That's a country. Uh, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's kind a kingdom, like, right? Isn't that the guy he's married to a, a white girl, American girl? Yeah, it's the like the Hashemite kingdom of Jordan. So there's like a prince who runs it, I think, and then uh, a prince and a general. Uh, the king passed away the past couple of years or something like that. Um, so now it's kind of run by the prince and the general of the military. Does he keep um, uh, that American girl there against her will? Um, I'm not super keen on their like on them in general. So I don't, I feel, really... I feel like there was some King over there that was, um, not allowing the chick to leave or something. I, I think that they're like very Westernized. So I don't think that that would be the case. Um, can you tell us why you were there? Um, I mean, to work. <laughs> I know, but why is the, why is the American government there? Why do we have, Oh, people, are we, we have a hopping on someone? Um, I'm not hundred percent sure on that. We have like a pretty good, pretty good working relationship with the local government and the military. Yeah. Like, and I think that's kind of been go- ongoing for a long time. Um, Pull out a little bit. Let me see. Uh, so we got, uh, Israel, Lebanon, Iraq. Is that Iran in the South? Uh, no, that's Saudi Arabia. Next to Jordan. Saudi Arabia is that big. Okay. Yep. And then Syria is right North of them. Okay, and then right there's Africa. So it just butts right up against the the, the dark continent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's kind of just a it's a good central spot. Does Jordan um, have a CrossFit gym? They do, actually. There's two affiliates um, in the that central city. The I think it's uh, Amman. I think I knew that. I think that we one time uh, when I was working at CrossFit, we did a piece where we taught – we did a piece – Carrie Peterson and Russell Berger did a piece on Israeli and uh, J- uh, Jordanian affiliates, and their relationship was part of the piece. Yeah, I think there's two of them in the whole country probably because uh, Amman's like the only city based – the like the biggest and only city in the country. Did Jesus do any shit in Jordan? Uh, yeah, so right along the – what's it called? Because everywhere he went is fucked. Like the Dead Sea or the Red like Sea? Like if he walked through your backyard, it was a mess. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's so like the Dead or the the Dead Sea is kind of bordering Israel to the left. Um, and then I you think just pat- there's, there's some river over there that he was baptized in. Go to the left a little bit. Wait, you passed right over the Dead Sea. I know you were looking at the CrossFit gyms. Thank you, Susan. There was a. The uh, pull out just a little bit, yeah. And that wadi water down there is the Dead Sea. That so Jesus was down there, so yeah. everyone's like fighting over that place. Everyone wants to like have yeah, the spot so, where he took his first deuce or whatever. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh my yeah. I mean that's the way it is. Wherever that dude went, it's like here he knelt down and said hi to God. Here's oh. where some chick tried to touch his penis. Over here, so like every spot's got like a you know what I mean. Right. Here's where he. Here's where we think he's buried. So they uh, th- there's a a spot in Israel that some people went and visited and there's like just so many different things that they just try to, uh, enshrine of Jesus, like from Jesus, like, Oh, this is, there's a drop of blood that he, 
uh dropped in this and this bowl right here and so now that's like a relic like yeah everything isn't yeah. like there's walls around it you can't get to it like within 10 feet of it and then there's another spot where like supposedly like jesus fell on his walk to be crucified so like his hand there's like a handprint essentially of like where he touched the wall and so that's like a whole relic in itself and oh, everybody shit. goes over there and they're like touching it and they think it's like a whole fucking thing and the wailing wall and yeah it's kind of bizarre jesus isn't buried my man fair fine mm, he is risen okay. right of course sorry mark's got fine. you he's got you take care <laughs> he isn't uh buried fine i apologize hey, where he was hey where how about where he was buried oh now what snap oh I <laughs> you. reversal two points just change the verb on that <laughs> booyah Oh shit! Not cool. Pat Vellner is a relic. Not cool. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yikes, dude. Uh, Jethro uh, Cardona giving uh, the orders: hit the like button and uh, for Caleb's return. Yes, please. Don't hit it. Smash it. Okay. <laughs> Smash it. <laughs> oh, he was never buried. He, he was. I think he was put in a tomb, but then he escaped the tomb isn't that all right well then i'm schooled then i'm schooled oh jeff got me booyah (laughs) fucking up i'm trying to sell the truth here and jeff's fucking it up he's helping out he's helping out he's not talking about he's helping out (laughs) oh my goodness Three 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 ninety five. This one is uh, interesting this this lady at uh msnbc a, a, a hot armenian lady uh not she just she has a bunch of um here she is celebrating this is this is not what you want to be celebrating your husband for by the way i'm um uh if you oh that's oh that's what it brought you to Did no you there's the a, there's two links associated with it so i wasn't sure which one okay either okay let's play this one first uh, either one either one yeah fine fuck it let's do it uh, when is Sebi taking Sea Beaver for White Claws to celebrate his homecoming? Maybe the next show. Maybe we'll do a White Claw show. White Claw show. Although I'm an influencer and I don't want you guys seeing me partaking <laughs> in alcoholic beverages. Uh, okay, here we go. I know from my Twitter feed uh, that many of you have wondered why I have been off the air for a little while. Well, I have been dealing with a little bit of a health scare. On December 20th, I began to feel chest pains and they waxed and waned over a period of 10 days. I wasn't quite sure uh, what to make of it, but as they continued to get worse, I started to think something was actually wrong. Um, it was December 30th when I finally went to an urgent care and was told I had reflux. I didn't really buy it, but I was relieved it wasn't my heart. Uh, my body, though, was pretty certain uh, not to believe uh, the reflux. The next day, on December 30th, I woke up with severe pains, both in my chest and in my left shoulder. Oh, pause, pause. Caleb, oh. chest. Caleb, watch her mouth. Did she have a stroke? What the fuck's going on with her face? Watch her mouth, please. Okay. I took on. deep breaths. That got worse when I was laying flat. I knew enough at that moment to understand that it could mean could is the key word here that I was having a heart attack, especially because it was happening in the left part of my shoulder. I want to remind you, I run seven miles three to four times a week where I did. Um, I do yoga. I don't eat meat. I don't smoke. I drink occasionally. Not right now, though, because my doctor tells me I can't. Aside from probably not getting enough sleep and working too much, I'm a pretty healthy person. But on that day, I was anything but. 
My husband drove me to the emergency room, and from there, the nightmare that has been my January began. I was diagnosed with pericarditis, inflammation of the lining of my heart, brought on by a virus, a literal common cold. I also had fluid around my heart that had to be drained or else it could hinder the beating of my heart. I was hospitalized for four nights and transferred from a local hospital to NYU Langone here in New York City. On January okay. 4th, I was finally... Uh, so, so, is something up with her mouth? I think Trish might see it too. Uh, why is she talking like this? Or her, did she have plastic surgery or did she have a stroke? Something's wrong with the way she's talking. Yeah, the right, she, like the right side of her mouth is like drooping as she speaks sometimes. I noticed that. I don't know. Yeah. That might just be the way that she talks, but... It and look at that nose. Long. She's Armenian. That is not an Armenian nose, really. That thing is so skinny. Maybe she got a nose job. Maybe. Yeah, and then it just kept growing. Uh, exactly. I, she doesn't eat meat. Well, there's the problem. I, I take drugs that are not tested. I, I, God, this crowd is just, like, so smart. Here's the thing. Let's say it was just a chick who had a heart attack. How, how, do, you not, um, how do you not wonder what's going on? Oh, could you click the other link? And and this this is kind of the creme de la creme. Man, dudes, do not marry women like this. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, this is her husband, and it says, "Happy Father's Day to a guy who will wait eight hours in the cold for a vaccine." He's celebrate. She's celebrating that her husband's a, a cunt. <laughs> right? Oh my god, I've married such a bitch. Oh, she was falling in line, making the obligatory um, sports a man bun for solidarity. Solidarity for what? Like, why does it have to be? A, my kids sported man buns to pull their hair out of their face. Why does it have to be solidarity? You, you, it just screams ideological idiocy. Everything has to be for this chick. Uh, p- part of is, is matt said part of the matrix just a tool support the man bun for solidarity i don't even know what that means and wear a costume to make his kids laugh how can't he anyone just do that stuff just for fun hey i stood in eight lines to get fentanyl i wear my hair up in a man bun so it's not in my face and uh, i love playing with my kids peace out yeah but there's no virtue signaling in there so i'm confused as to what it is you're right. supporting i don't Understand. Okay, you're right. I'm what sorry. What are you? What do you stand I'm for, Sevon? Yeah. What do you? I stood. I stood in line for fucking two hours to fucking get a drink at the bar. <laughs> Such a fucking hero. And 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 it would have only been an hour and fifty minutes, but I'm so short that two. Pe- when I get close to the front, two people still got ahead of me. Sevon, did you already do your obligatory happy first day of Black History Month? No, I don't fucking do Black History Month. It's fucking. It's racist at its core. <laughs> Uh, uh, women want a uh, man, not a man bun for s- solidarity. Yeah. Should I stop growing mine? Because I was growing mine. No, for man buns are fine if you just want to do a man bun. But well, I shouldn't. don't. I want to represent solidarity, and now I'm now you're oh, yeah, well, self conscious about yeah. it. Like as yeah, if like I can't be. be supportive of the thing <laughs> with my man bun. Hey, I I think like if um uh I don't know like like. Like, let's say Caleb had to shave his head because he got cancer and we shaved our heads to like support him. So we look like fucking, you know, weirdos, too. I'm totally cool with that. I'd do that. Yeah, I totally do that. I definitely do that. I fucking in a second. Yeah, I agree. But I'm not but I'm not using I'm not. um, and, And if Caleb wanted me to start calling him Chuck, I would do that. 
Or if he said, hey, you know, that when you call me Beaver, that really fucking, I got made fun of a lot in second grade. Can you not call me Beaver? Oh, I couldn't stop that. Sorry, be, sorry, Caleb. <laughs> God damn it. I tried. I tried. It's like, it's like it's 10% of your value is your name, dude. <laughs> 10%. Hey, when you first came, when I first met you, it was 90%. So it's like, it's, that's a it's good, a, wow, okay. it's totally that's a good, good sign. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> be, anyway, yes, I'm sorry be. about your heart condition, uh, my Armenian sister, and you're hot. And uh, I, I, I saw you wearing tight clothes in some of your videos, and you have a great body, but don't lie. Like, we already know your network is just paid and bought for by Pfizer. Just be cool. Just what be did cool. she say at the end of that video? Was it, was there anything like she made oh, she's a claim just saying, the vax, or is that that was it? She just outlaid it and said she didn't eat meat, and then we all moved on. Yeah, she should at least say, "Hey, I know a lot of you fucking people are going to think it's myocard. It's it's from the vaccine, and I did get the vaccine, and 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 I understand why you think that because of the lack of transfer. I mean, just something, just something fair, just just something, um, uh, um, gen genuine, just something that's not disingenuous." I was going to try to get a. I just ran out of time last night. I was going to put in a little sound bit that said, "Brought to you by Pfizer." And then every time we play something, I would just hit the sound bit. But I figured if we did that too much, it would ding all of our episodes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that would give us a pass on a ton of shit. They just like assume it's the news starting each time. So they don't even really like ding us. They're like, Maybe oh, no, us- it must be a news station starting. I got these three. Uh, when I came back from Tahoe, I have these new wrinkles ever since I went to Tahoe. True. I, just, I just swallowed it in the microphone. Sorry, nice Heidi. No, you can swallow away. She got all mad last time. Why, uh, why do you think that? The snow? That just dry. My skin my skin is so dry still. My nose is so dry still. It's weird. Yeah, that is yeah. super dry up there. Um, uh, you see the Jim Brewer bit about conspiracy theory and vaccines? Maybe. Uh, uh, 394. I, I need this explained to me. I, I so need this explained to me. So there's a company called CrossFit, and um, they're a health and fitness company. And they're selling these shirts. Um, it, it, l- l- this is the picture they use for the shirts they're selling. It's it's a guy I know. He's the owner of CrossFit Malibu. Cool, uh, cool dude, Mike. Uh, this year, we've created a version of the official 2023 open T-shirt design that's available. So that's that's what they open with. Now look at that shirt. That's they're selling a shirt that says "Enjoy CrossFit," and it, but it's, it looks like Coca Cola. They can't mm-hmm. sell that. You're gonna, you're gonna, um, you're gonna get sued into fucking oblivion for that. Coca Cola is not gonna allow that unless Coca Cola owns you. Does Coca Cola own CrossFit? Who chose this photo? Oh, how? What the fuck is going on here? I need this explained to me by someone. Am I stupid? I I can't do Twitter, so I'm open to being stupid. I really am open to being stupid. Yes. Why is the Coca Cola logo? Who runs this account, CrossFit affiliate account? Are you retarded, or am I retarded? Caleb, Matt, un- unfuck me, slap me around. Be like, I don't, I don't even think they noticed the shirt. I bet you they just no noticed way. his like. They face didn't notice the, the shirt. No, no. I, wait, no, it's no, an I ad so. about selling a shirt. How do you post a photo and it's not <laughs> and it's and you don't notice the shirt the guy's wearing? They need to hire a new PR firm. I think is the issue. But here, here's where it gets crazy. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. You like click it. over. Hey, imagine – go back to that. Imagine if I said, um, do you want to see the most beautiful pair of uh, tits ever? And 
And in the shot, I had a guy, a close up of, of like Sam Dancer's banana hammock. That wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm here for the boobs, man. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are they selling a Coca Cola shirt? Like, I could see this being a picture on .com. Are you suggesting it's like saying, "Hey, the bar muscle up is one of the is is what is one of the foundational movements for experienced CrossFitters"? I could, I could, like that would be great. It's a cool picture, cool hair, a funny shirt. But you're selling a shirt, but but that shirt's not the shirt. Now look, you click over and you get to finally see the shirt you're selling. You click over and you get to see the boobs. It's not even nice boobs. Uh, it's not. It's 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 uh, it's interesting. I don't I don't I don't really have an opinion on the. Uh, Vindicate says I would be beyond pissed if I was an affiliate and this was the design they were offering. I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. What's wrong? It looks kind of a um. Uh, look at click over. Forcing you to buy it, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I I like that. Look at it. You can have your logo in there and its color, and I like that open thing. It looks kind of like an Olympian, you know, mm -hmm. old Greek. I'm I'm cool. Why don't you like it, Travis? I appreciate when gyms like create their own shirts for the open. Or like whenever they have like open like your teams, they have like there's like four or five teams within the gym, and then they create their own shirts. Yeah, this I like is that a, way better. I, I, but I like this idea too because it shows you you're um, with all the other CrossFit gyms because you have something similar, but yours is still different because your logo is different in the center. And I like the fact that CrossFit offers the service. Um, I would love to know if Fully Amped is a um. Is, is a good company that they're using, or if they're woke, they're part of the wokeocracy. Is this equivalent to like the that group of companies that were giving discounts to affiliates? I, I don't know. That's all, um, all those are good questions, but 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 I don't understand that opening picture. It's once again, it's a good idea, completely ruined by an idiotic post. I guess you could say it's good because it got me to talk about it. Yep. Hmm. Sure. Because I'm an influencer in the space. I mean, I I don't I don't disagree with it. I don't. I'm I'm fine with it. I like it. I mean, they're just trying to offer a service that like, and that's the biggest thing you hear from. I mean, it, people aren't going to get it for the twenty bucks, but a lot of time they go, "I'm not going to pay for the open. It costs twenty bucks. At least I should get a shirt." No, it should be fifty bucks if you get a shirt. Hey, um, uh, maybe yeah. Listerine could sponsor me since I I put Listerine strips in my mouth during the show. It's a good call. Hey, oh, did I, I sent you, I want a, um, I probably, I probably shouldn't say this without getting his approval, but I was talking to Hiller the other day. I was like, Hey, I really want a sponsor. That's like, um, a soap company, a shampoo company, a detergent company that, um, doesn't have stuff in there that hurts my balls. You okay. know what I mean? That like, doesn't reduce my testosterone. You know how like there's all this negative, you know, like they just outlawed tide in, um, in the state of New York. Like I please someone, if you know a detergent company, if you're a mom and pop, like you don't have to pay me shit. I just want to push your shit. Well, that's the thing. So then Hiller told me, Hiller told me he does. He hasn't used soap in 15 years. Wait, what does he use? Nothing. He just in the shower. Off? He doesn't use anything. I kind of need soap to lather my ass. And my, is it even a armpits. shower at that point? It's just, they're not to rinse. It's, a, it's rinse, a rinse, yeah. yeah hey, yeah, I'm down with that. I'm, I'm kind of, but I love, la I love suds. I'm down with that. I just, I kind of, I feel like I do need a bar of soap to wash my ass and my armpits and my pubes. I just like, there's hair there and I just like to suds them up. <laughs> I have I mean, no, here's the thing. Someone, I, I have, this sucks. I have no interest in doing the open. 
Me personally. Oh zero. yeah. Zero. I didn't do it last year. It was the first year I didn't do it. Maybe I'm scared. Maybe, but I've never had interest in doing the open. I don't know why. Are you doing it? Yeah, I've done it every year for the past like. Since yeah, do it. Twenty fourteen, yeah. probably. Do go away. Do you, not go away. Like, go, go away. away like, leave. Go go. That Get your open. Right. Get the hell that out of here. That didn't come out right. I mean, like my son, go away and and fetch the open and bring it to us. Hey, yeah, do the open. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against it by any means. I just have no. I think it's a cool thing. My mom always used to do it, and I liked it that she did it, and I have no issue with you know, that whole thing. Don't give twenty dollars to CrossFit is just stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. The twenty dollars isn't yeah, the differentiator. They, come on. Man. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that excuse either. <laughs> I just don't. I just am not doing it this year, just because I just don't really have an an interest in it. I mean, I you we use still do the workouts because it's a scheduled workout at the gym, like when we do it for our Friday night lights or whatever. And we have people at the gym do it, but I just don't have any desire. Do people hey, shit on you for not doing it? Did they shit on me for not doing it? Yeah. Uh, well, I still do the workouts. Oh, you just don't log them? I just don't pay to be on the scoreboard. Yeah. Uh, and it's okay. just, for me, it's just an ego thing. Because then I get caught up and wanting to put my best foot forward. And if I can't, then I'm just like. Hey, here's the thing, too. I would it. never do. Here's the thing, too. I would never do the open scaled. No. As soon as Dave started doing that, I hated it. I would never, ever do the open scaled. I'm not interested in doing the open scale. I don't, I don't appreciate all the different categories. I don't like any of it. Oh, I don't okay. like, I don't like any of that. It should be one fucking open. It should be five workouts. I know people that obsess people. It should be programmed. So it basically gets harder as it goes along. And, and I, I use the word harder for just lack of a better word. Everyone should be able to do the first workout. Then there's the second, then there's the third. And like, if there's stuff I can't do, I can't do it. It's reflected in my score. And I'm not interested in being in some scaled category. I'm just not fuck off. I'm just, I, the, the whole thing is ruined for me. And and so you need the mayhem. No, I can I can do move. I can do a lo- almost all the movements. I can do double unders and muscle ups. And I'm a, I'm a, I can do CrossFit. I can do all the stuff. Um, I, but I'm not. Uh, I, I'd rather just get stopped and it just rank me down there at thirty eight thousand or one hundred twenty seven thousand. I'm not interested in. Now you should be able to break it down into categories. I like that. Like I should be able to look at just my fifty group or people in California. Yeah, that's just liter- you know. leaderboard filters you'd prefer over yeah. a scaling. Trish tried to say, I'm afraid of uh, failure, so I don't do a typical libtard stance. Do you understand no. my fucking life, Trish? My whole entire life is one big goddamn gamble into the dark. Everything no. I do, I fetch all my income every single month. So afraid of failure? Definitely not. Uh, Elizabeth Sevy. Michael agrees, Sevy. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think of what I would be afraid of failure that I, I'm sure there's something in my life. No, I never. It's all the only reason why I don't do certain stuff is either laziness or I don't want to. Uh, there's probably just the laziness. There's only one reason I don't do things: laziness. <laughs> That's it for me. If I just can't lean into it and like give it and give yeah, it the attention just, it deserves, I just I don't want to. Yeah, laziness is a cousin it. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not, so you can't fail. You do one rep and you're on the leaderboard. So just make one giant inclusive open, and uh, and it would be at least more uh, appealing to me. Well, it as an push- affiliate owner, three weeks is great. I hear you. I, yeah, and, and you oh, know what? Yeah. I that's how all the affiliate owners still still doesn't. It's because you guys are lazy. Fucking lazy, definitely not. You put on fi- how many events have you ran? I can't. How many win, events so have I, you listen, ran? Listen, I've never. I've Fucking none. None. Yeah, none. yeah. 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 Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> hey, I can't win, so I won't play, uh, d- dude. Trish just likes at this point she's just oh doing that God. so I get triggered and yell back into the microphone. <laughs> I'm trying Not to think of anything Trish. that I've won ever in my life. 
I'm going to win this podcast game. I don't think uh, I've won anything either. Three One time, I won an Xbox in a drawing, and that's it. What oh, that's the cool. fuck? Yeah. The only Tell time me about I'm... that. Tell me about that drawing. What were the chances? Uh, so it was like, it was. I think it was probably like 12 or 13 years old, and it was at my dad's like work party, basically. And so like his whole unit was there, which is probably probably 500, 600 people. And like, that was like one of the, that was like the big prize was to get an Xbox. And it was, it was on like the, like the very first Xbox came out. So it was like, everybody was super stoked about it and they wanted one. And uh, I think we put like, you can like buy like individual tickets or you can get like five for 10 bucks or some shit like that. And so then we, I think we just did like 10 bucks. So we had five tickets in there and you know, you have to have to have to like, uh, fill out the ticket with like your name and like yeah. your phone number and God, all that, that shit. shit's so lame, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so like we did all that for like all five or six of our tickets or whatever. And then we turned them in and, uh, like my dad just kept getting like phone calls and he's like a fucking spam. Like wouldn't answer it. Wouldn't answer it. Finally he answers it. And they're like, uh, Hey, this was like days later. Like, Hey, uh, you, you guys won the Xbox. Uh, it's been waiting here for like the past week. Um, if you want to come pick you didn't it up. Stay, you guys didn't stay for the drawing? No. My, like my dad's not, We well, all of us were just kind of like over it. I was a kid, so I was like, fuck this. I want to go home and like play around with my fucking G.I. Joes or whatever. And uh, so then. You had G.I. Joe? Yeah, dude. Yeah, and I, then you went into military crazy. Yeah, weird, right? Brainwashed, brainwashed. I, I took the. I used to take the jet side story. I used to take the GI Joes and like throw them up as high as I could and just let them fucking crash and break. It was a lot of fun. And anyway, then you put them back together. That was foreshadowing your job. Yeah. What do you know? Here I am, fucking doing the same <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, then they called in. My dad finally picked up, and then we had to like drive over to this place. They like kept it in a safe for us for like the whole week, and then they gave it to us. And I, I think we kept that Xbox for like another decade. You played it to death? Oh, for sure. That's yeah. awesome. So it was a death box? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, 393, uh, Mr. Gavin Newsom. Th- it is unbelievable anyone voted for him. This is stupid on so many levels. Y- you have to understand how bad the drug problem is in California to – to realize how stupid this is. This is so stupid. First of all, there are no homeless people here. You have to understand that. That's a um, uh, homeless has this uh, insinuation, explicit, implicit. I don't know that these people don't want to be in a, uh, that these people want to be inside living in, in homes and that, and that it needs to be fixed. That is not the fucking problem in California. There are no homeless people. Under that, it, it's a total – they're totally misleading everyone. The homeless problem is not what needs to be fixed in California. It would be totally fine if everyone who was homeless was like me and my kids. You understand that, right? Like if it was Sevon and Haley and Ari, Avi, and Joseph, and we were living in a cardboard box in front of your Whole Foods, you guys would like that. My kids would be doing backflips and entertaining you. You could leave your family there, and I would watch them when you went into Whole Foods. You understand that, right? Like I could live in a tent in front of Whole Foods and all of you guys would be happy to see me there. I put your carts away. I'd help some of you carry your shit to your car. You guys would be so stoked to see me. I would be, and I would be homeless. It has nothing to do with homeless people. Zero. 
there's nowhere on planet Earth where you wouldn't want me to be homeless in front of any store with my family. You would love it. And you'd be like, wow, homeless people are great. I love that Matosian homeless family. There's something else. <laughs> and when you go into fucking JCPenney's, you can just leave your kids there. And when your kids, when you come back, pick your kids up, they're a little bit smarter. They play a little bit better. And they learned how to say please and thank you. And that Mr. Matosian, man, he he's so cool to kids. And he's always helping. He's always, uh, he stands a little close to my wife, uh, but uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I did catch him staring at my tits, but you know what? I mean, I was showing four inches of cleavage. What do you expect? Yeah, what are you going to do, huh? Has nothing to do with homeless. Here's the truth again. This is all I'm trying to sell to you guys is the truth. The unhoused, the unhoused aren't bothering you at all. Unhoused, that is not what's bothering anyone. No one cares if you're unhoused. That is not the problem at all. Zero. Stop fucking lying. The problem is the millions of drug addicts who their full-time job is stealing and doing drugs. That's the problem. End of fucking story. Every single person that you see holding a sign that says I need money at a freeway exit is a fucking criminal. Savon, you don't know that I'm willing to bet so much money on that. Homeless, the people that you call homeless are drug addicts and their job is to steal and then sell what they sold or trade it for drugs. That's 99% of them. Yeah, mental health, right. Right, mental health. That just another fucking detour. Sorry, Olivia, I don't mean to pick on you. Another did them did, were they are do they have mental health issues because they've done meth every day for two months and haven't slept, or for two years, or for six years? Do you think anybody's ever? We all have it? mental health issues. It's just it's such bullshit. It's all such bullshit. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was I was wondering if there's any. I wonder if there's like a catalog that we could actually go and look and like somebody at one point in San Francisco did you know walk the streets and categorize each one like this person had a mental health issue. That, oh, they all like hey, schizophrenic they, they, or something they, like every that. single person has a mental health issue on the street. But it's but it's just another conflation of uh, it, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant because drugs and alcohol because of the drugs and alcohol. It. Yeah, it's it, it's completely irrelevant. I know most of you know this already, but I was homeless for five years. And you worked at a, um, and I worked at a home for mentally, mentally disabled hey. adults for five years. So technically, you would be a subject matter expert over this than Gavin Newsom over here, huh? Oh my goodness, you're fucking crazy! This guy's a fucking and and not only was I homeless for five years, but you have to. I spent ten years just hanging out with homeless people before. I walked the streets of completely, completely fuck where I was the only white person in the fucking neighborhood for years. With tons of fucking crackheads and all just crazy shit. Tommy G shit. Okay. Not as cool as Tommy G, but. Uh, Damien Castro, have you given a solution to the drug addiction? How do we get them off the street? With the fucking tractor. With the tractor, with the big shovel. And then behind it, a, a big dump truck. And you scoop them up and throw them in there. And the ones that survive, you fucking throw out into the desert in Nevada with just a fucking drinking fountain. And you leave or, them out there for a fucking month. 
Or San Francisco could just not give away needles in uh, money for yeah. drugs on the first of every month. Like maybe that would a safe place a safe place to shoot your heroin probably should. Hey, but but the those. worst thing you can do is treat them like they're homeless. That's for starters. How about that, Damien? For starters, the worst thing you could do is start trying to th- spending money to try to give them shelter and free needles and that shit. That that's like the worst thing you could do. They're enabling it a hundred percent. And they're trying to do it in the same in the thing of like, well, guys are gonna do it anyway, so let's just give them a safe space to do it in. It's like what? fine, what? fine, Nevada, Nevada. I'm <laughs> totally fine with Vegas, Vegas. These aren't even solutions, you know. Uh, they're, they're exacerbating the problem. What they're and, doing is exacerbating the problem. Okay, let hit play. This guy, I cannot fucking believe how dumb my my loved ones are that they think this guy, this guy's hurting people right before our fucking eyes, and. And, and, and people vote for him like it's the solution. It's so weird to me. What's wrong with the way you people think? Okay, go. Action. Here we go. Oh. We believe fundamentally that food solves hunger, that shelters solve sleep, and that housing solves homelessness. And if we're going to solve the problem uh, of those that are out on the streets that we define as homeless, we better solve the housing problem if we're going to have an impact. And that's why we established this framework, what we call a 10-year plan to end chronic homeless in San Francisco. Hey, that was that was in 2008, Politico. just so you know. And it's 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 um it, it, you cannot believe how much worse it is. And of course it's worse because that's the last thing you should do is give drug addicts shelter. Yeah, but you could also tell you, that it's a government funded program he's pitching. You have to hit rock bottom, guys. Everyone knows that. Oh, Steph Curry's such a joke. Steph Curry's such a joke. How does anyone watch? I don't understand how anyone watches any fucking football or basketball or you support any of those fucking scumbags. He is a world-class scumbag, Steph Curry. So sad. God, what what a piece of shit. He's fucking, he's building a $30 million home in Atherton. And he and he wants to make sure that there's uh that you know that there's no way anyone can get to him. But but he's woke. So when you're woke, you can't have it both ways. God, he's such a piece of shit. I'm so sorry, Steph. You have such potential. Please wake the fuck up. Where's the Where's it being built at? It's in the Bay Area. Atherton. Yeah. Atherton. Where's Atherton? Oh, that's the nicest town in fucking. That's nicer than Woodside. That's nicer than really? like. Really? Oh, dude, it's the shit. Before. I used to fucking date this chick there. Wow. For two weeks while her parents were out of town, I dated her. <laughs> <laughs> dated. Her her mom had a fucking pharmaceutical fucking laboratory in her bathroom drawers. It was crazy mm. the drugs we had access to. Typical. My goodness. Typical. My goodness. Oh, there it hey, is. Hey, Atherton is. might not even have a police force. They just have private security. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They may have fired their police force. It's like Bellevue in Washington. You go to this certain spot and you're just under surveillance 100 percent of the time with the private security force. Yeah, her her neighbor, her neighbor was like the president of Sony or something. It, it was like, and this yeah. was it was they were all 30 million dollar homes, and this was fucking 20, 30 years ago. But yet he'll harm all those same low income residents with the virtue signaling and this and the that, and it doesn't benefit them at all. And then really when hey. push comes to shove and you look at their actions, he goes and fucking builds a house on the hill and puts a fucking motor around it and says, stay out all you people, but I'm here to help. 
Steph Curry, Black Lives Matter, but I don't want any black people living by me. Yeah, put a fence it's, around it's it. Him, it's a him 100%. It is him 100%. That's crazy, man. And he's only racist because of uh, because of the white people that programmed him to be racist. Have you ever heard about that? Like, and you know what's funny is certain things never really go talked about because you know, uh, have you heard about Snoop Dogg building that youth football league? But, I just want to say this too, by the way. I have no problem with Steph Curry wanting to keep out the scum and build a fence around his house. No, Zero. Don't get it confused. Just like I have no problem with Brooke, Brooke Ents, uh, Brooke Wells, one of the Brooks selling candy bars. <laughs> it's just like you can't have it both ways, though. You can't play the woke game. Yeah, who the fuck is Steph Curry? Don't even worry then. He's a douche. Hey, you know why he's a douche? Because he has such potential to speak up. Uh, um, uh, I, I heard this line the other day. We'll bring talk about it again tomorrow. But courage and cowardice are both contagious, hyper contagious. And his cowardice is fucking so contagious. He's a bitch. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Souza. I'm saying Snoop Dogg has a whole entire youth league, football youth league that he created that gives away basically free scholarships to the kids in that area to give them an opportunity chance. And he fills it with a bunch of mentors that either grew up in the, uh, oh, it was a Netflix show too. Okay. Cause I, I read it in a, um, autobiography not about snoop Dogg, about somebody who worked for him but he was talking about how much stuff he actually does in those neighborhoods and it it it's not like he's promoting it or putting it up on a pedestal with any virtual singing he just does it because he's just giving back to his community well that's good because snoop yeah. said some dumb shit too in his life in his life well, like, like related in, in the last five years with the woke with the wokeocracy. wokeocracy. I'm telling you, it's like they're 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 with inside of the system. I, I heard this thing. I think Russell Brand said it, but he said we're living in a time where you're seeing the you were seeing the curtain slowly fall. You're seeing it's like Terminator where the face is slowly coming off and you're seeing the inner workings of the system of the machine and more and more of it is being exposed over time. And that's really what I feel like we're we're living in. Like, you know, 20 years ago, all this stuff wouldn't have even you wouldn't have even had the option to expose it because we wouldn't have had the Internet and all in multiple different right. media sources. Anybody with right. a cell phone is a media source now. Right. Right. And um, so now that you're now that we're that's happening in the decentralization of communication between everybody with social medias, you're seeing in real time the system that we've lived in for a long period of time slowly start to deteriorate and it's trying to hold itself together as much as it can. I mean, look at all the bullshit that they're selling us now, right? Like wear a mask, but then when you sit down, you could take it off, but then, then you have to wear it, but only in certain parts of the country. But then, and there's all this like bunch of bullshit, you know, Oh, black lives matter. And they're there to support the communities that are, that are underserved, but then they burn down all those neighborhoods and never come back. And none of that money ever goes. And most of those shops are black owned. So it's starting yeah. you're you're starting to really see this whole entire facade the political theater like fall away and they're being exposed. Every day someone every day and this is an understatement someone sends me a DM saying holy shit uh I'm waking up. Every single fuck holy shit. Some of your favorite guests on this show send me thank you notes all the time. Pretty cool. Ho yeah, it is. It's super cool. And, 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 and you know, uh, um, uh, Scott uh, Schweitzer, Clydesdale Media, he probably doesn't know he affected me like this, but he sent me a couple notes that have made me. Uh, he, he's gently nudged me to be more compassionate to people who are who are turning the corner. 
and, and, and to not and, and he, he I don't even know if he knows this, but to not alienate people who want to, who who are trying to wake up and that and it is and that it is scary and that it's been it's been good. He's he's given me some good um some good feedback. I don't even know if he knows he's doing that, but he's 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 definitely influenced me. And this comma right here, that's no longer true. That was when the machine was held together. Now Republicans are conspiracy serious, white supremacists. Fascist. Oh, so Republicans buy Snickers labeled. too. Sneakers, oh. sneakers, sneakers. It was no, no. He means he means Snickers. It's, it's, <laughs> he does. It's that line. It's that line that he's doing the Michael Jordan line. Oh, right. oh. And you okay, see what I'm okay. saying? Like yeah, before, yeah. they would have tried to find a balance so that way they can just sell the product. Now it right. doesn't matter. You're the other side. You're completely the enemy. They have to push really hard against that, so they don't care to sell Republican sneakers anymore. Now they're they're labeled. If I, dude, if I wrote a book, it would be, I would tell you about the the years that I had a harem. When I was a homeless guy who had a harem, it was crazy. It was such a good life. It was such a good life. There was no such things as influencers then, or there was, there was no social media. Yeah, There's these a- stories that I want to tell you about the harem days that are so unbelievable that I, I don't even know if I can tell them with a straight face. They're just like, like I would, I think I would have to have like raw on here. Ronnie Teasdale. Oh, well you're in luck. (laughs) He's coming. He's coming on. Yeah. It was such a good life. Just barefoot and homeless and no money. And, and, and just me and my, my dog and a Frisbee. Lots. So many girlfriends. It's crazy. Do you think a lot of that time too, was it really that good or is it, better in like retrospect oh no it was so good it really was that oh so good hey um when my alarm goes off at 6 a.m i am my life's pretty good right now i'm so excited so today i was like i this these my alarm went off i jump up i'm like i run to go turn it off it's on my phone and i don't keep my phone next to me so i hear it and even though i have the volume turned down all the way i jump up um i turn it off then i sit still for a few minutes then I start the coffee machine, and then I thought today, oh, my God, this is going to be so fun with Matt. Oh, I wonder if Caleb's going to be there. And I look for any last-minute stories. I feed the dog, and then the show starts, and I'm so excited. And then the show's over, and I go out there, and my kids dive on me. And my life now is good. It, I'm so excited to do this show. But fuck, dude. That other life? <laughs> man, oh, man. Nothing. You have Nothing. You just wake up and you just wake up. Yeah. It's almost the equivalent of the other than the spectrum of having like you woke up right now and there's a hundred mil in the bank account. Like when you're homeless and you're like that, there's only a couple things you're you're thinking about, right? Like probably where are you going to get your next meal? Who am I going to go hang out with? And then maybe can I sleep there at the end of the night? Right? Yeah. I didn't even think for me, it was mostly. I. Uh, and then it probably settled in and it wasn't even that. Get a cup of coffee and just sit down. Yeah. And, you got and I was literally what, like, I wonder what life's going to bring me today. Right. And so on the other end of that spectrum, if you had, you know, 100 mil in the bank tour, you weren't worried about having to make any decisions to make any money. And you just got to think about what you wanted to think about, not what you need to yeah. stress about to accomplish. Yes. Yes. It's probably the same, but just on the opposite end. But you're still completely free. Um, uh, yeah, it was it was literally watching the, the magic of the universe bring things to me as I just sit, stood still. Uh, I did not sleep from 1972 to 1975. I weighed 116 pounds. Trish, we have to see what you fucking actually look like. I'm so curious. Is it a dude? Is it a 
girl. You need to display your heart rate on the screen during controversial topics. I think uh, it would stay the same. 391. If, 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 if you've never been on a if, – if you are at a protest, if you're at an Antifa protest or like a, a, I don't, a January 6th protest or I don't give a fuck what kind of protest and you do something illegal and, uh, and, and they pull you – they take you to jail you know, for something, if you've written a letter to your congressman and you can prove that in the past asking for change and this was just like you know a last-ditch effort, I, I'll let you go. But if you're at one of these protests and we put take you to jail and this is you've never written a letter to your congressman, you've never run for office, you've never done anything to change, try to change the world any other way, and your protest is your way, I want to take you out back and beat the oh, my wife doesn't want me to say that. <laughs> and give beat you the dog pop. shit out of you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I won't even beat you. My wife doesn't like the beating thing, the hurting people. I want to dunk you in a vile boiling shit and diarrhea. Whoa. Whoa. How about that? My wife doesn't like violence. That's a good. I mean, that's kind of. <laughs> Can I be your anger translator sometimes? Yes, thank you. <laughs> I like that. That sounds like a lot of fun. And the same thing is like I don't want to hear shit about your understanding of what police, how police should behave, if you've never done a ride along. Oh, I really don't want. I really don't give a fuck about your opinion. This, this, what you are about to see. So I went on a ride along in the Bay Area, and this was. The majority of the stops were like this. This is it. Watch this. This is this is this is a normal. And uh, please, police officers, if I'm if I'm saying this wrong, what my ass in the comments. This is normal, and I guarantee you, the vast majority of people couldn't hang for five seconds with this chick. This is completely normal uh, for a co cop interaction every single day. Action, completely normal. Maybe ten of these. Maybe all. This is all you see. And this this might even be tame for most cops. Here we go. Action. Uh, hold on. Not action. Because my eyes can't go that far. That's why you're fucking docking oh, me, fool. Fool, will you have that shit? Wait the fuck out here, fool. Go. Go. Because <laughs> it's not up to your part. That's why you're pissed. Up to your what? Bar? Bar. All right. Bar. Pa par. Well, then. Balls in my pants. Yes, Ben. Follow my pen. She's fucked up. I learned how to follow instructions because of my man. He used to beat the fuck out of me. That's a sad girl. <laughs> I learned how to follow instructions because my man used to beat the fuck out of me is what she said. Wow. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> you fix your hair. Fix your hair. There is no straight line forward. Naturally walk crooked. Gee. But could you could you imagine straight line? No, I can't because I, I just started saying that I imagine them like walk crooked. Hey, don't touch me, fool. Damn. That's it. I, <laughs> imagine imagine that's your job. Ugh. Hey, so so Steph Curry can so Steph Curry uh wants to give this girl free drugs and free housing, but um he wants cops to deal with her. So that she can still have go to find a place to sleep at night. Um, so during the day she can steal shit from you and do drugs. This is no, this is, this isn't, I'm not showing you something like, uh, bro, that's mild. Is, yeah. That's yeah. This is, I bet you, um, I could find something like that within an hour, um, from right now. If I got it from my desk in my town, actually, I know I can five minutes taser. I know. Isn't that right? Yeah. 
I know, just taser and take her away. Hey, and, hey, yep, can taser, take her away, throw her in jail, and let her sober up. Just put her in a tank for like, I, I don't know, 48 hours. Her face looks like a caricature. Hey, dude, let me ask you this in, in all honesty. Let's say that's one of you guys. Okay. And the cop tases you, mm. and they put you in a holding tank for a week, seven days. And they just bring you food and water for seven days. Wouldn't she be so fucking thankful? I think of all the bad shit that could, like if that was my son and the cops found him like that and they tased him and took him and put him in a holding tank for seven days by himself and let him sober up. Do you know how thankful I would be? Do, would, what kind of fucking problem is she going to get into today? She going to get gang raped, skull fuck, do more drugs, OD on fentanyl, sell her pussy. Like that is a train wreck. Get in a fight, get killed, walk out into the street. No one, no one who, am I lying? Like, if that was your daughter, wouldn't you want her just to get taken away? She could have, like, if she was driving, that's a, she could just kill somebody and herself, probably. Head on collision. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she was driving, right? That was her car. Yeah. 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 yeah that's why she was. But, over. dude, even walking on the street, would you want your daughter in public like that? No. She's no. a harm to herself and people. Would you want to be in public like that? No. No. Way. Yeah. Me neither. No. That's embarrassing. Yeah, seller, but seller, yeah. Jessica, we don't use that word on the show. My mom <laughs> this. That's the thing. That's the that, so so you're like, hey, that's against the law. The cops can't do that. We have to have rules. I hear you. I'm just saying I'm just telling you the truth of what I would want for me, for Matt, for Caleb, for my wife, if, if any for my kids, if any of them were out in public like that, I would want them to be fucking tased, fucking th- th- a cargo net thrown around them and them dragged to fucking and, and put in a room for a week. That's why you go to college. You just knock all that shit right out. Or you go to the military and then you do it in the dorms and fuck around and you're not in public. Yeah, look at look at I've been there with my son and daughter. You know, I think my parents have probably been there with me like that too. Like I've I've gone off the deep end a few times. Well, the interesting thing is actually how she's interacting with the officer. You don't like people that aren't constantly in that uh position aren't interacting like off with officers like that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, but, but yes, but I, what I'm saying is this is a typical behavior. This is a tip. What? What? What happened? Somebody. <laughs> this is a a bar downtown, a local dive bar downtown. Oh, so that person? Do you know that person? I don't know that. I might know that person. Hey, so here's that's so awesome. she naturally walks away. So here's the thing. That's the <laughs> thing that's so crazy. Um. Uh. Yeah, you have to. Um. You have to be compassionate for cops and you have to like be like. (sighs) But dude, even if I was that. Okay. So let's say I was that drunk and I was whatever. And I was blacked out just because of my past interaction with officers and everything else. I I still wouldn't act that way. You know what I mean? Like I would. Yeah, I wouldn't mean either. Fuck. Like me neither. I'd be doing my best. Yeah. You like try to sober your ass up. And at some point they're like, you're drunk. And you're like, fuck. Well, she's and they're like, okay, let's take you away. Like we're going to go through this process now. She's such a nor. I don't know where this is, but this looks like she's like a NorCal Vato. Oh, hey, fool. fool. This is like Stockton or some shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she's probably not. She's probably tweaking, too. You could tell that by her like face movements and everything else. And then. Her big anyway, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear jack out of you guys and, and, and anybody. I don't want to hear anyone say anything about any fucking cops unless you've done a ride along. Shut your pie hole. This is normal. You could not hang. You would be scared to death. Listen, if you went along on a ride along and a cop pulled someone over like this, you think you think um, 
you have no idea how scared you would be because the whole time in your head, you'd be thinking, what if this chick pulls out a gun and kills the cops and runs over to the car and kills me? I'm just here doing a ride along. Yeah. And you're going to have all these crazy thoughts that you never had before. I'm telling you what it, tr try riding in the trunk of a car. One time I rode in the trunk of a car to go film a uh, drug operation and they didn't want me to see how to get there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. no problem. I'll get in the trunk. Scariest fucking five minutes of my life. <laughs> There's things that you just can't imagine. And when I went on the ride along, I realized, Oh shit. Every time a cop pulls someone over, I'm having a little mild panic attack. Right. Heart rate's elevated. I think that, yeah. that, that and now I'm not even going up to the car. Right. You're just sitting inside the bulletproof car. <laughs> I, I think that that should, now that you're saying it, when you were going, the cops don't need training, society needs training. When I was a server and like a bartender, I'd always say people shouldn't be allowed to work at a restaurant unless they've at least served for like six months, right? Yeah. And I uh, I think that it should be the same with what you said, a ride-along. Like you could make that in a curriculum of a high school and be like, all right, yes. we're going to take all you guys yes. and we're going to go yes. through and you're going to learn yes. this process. You're going to learn how to interact yeah. with the police. You're going to learn how the police interact with society. Yeah, you just have a basic understanding because they did that with the Pleasanton city with the city council people that were claiming, oh, we don't need the cops should have guns and all this to fund the police should happen. And they said, well, hey, yeah. let's take you through a little scenario. We're going to give you this fake gun. We're going to run this simulation. And all of them immediately freaked out and fucking shot the person and it didn't deserve it. Of course they did. Because all as you think about when you're in that conflict. But they're trained, but they chose that job, Sousa. They're trained. They chose that job. It, it, I mean, Shut I, up. I agree, but it still doesn't It still doesn't take away from the point, right? Yes, Which it doesn't. Like, it, it, it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't take away from the point. It doesn't take away from the fact that how hard it is. And it doesn't take away from the fact that they're still human. Yeah. Yeah, I swear, make everyone do a ride. Hey, you shouldn't be able to get a driver's license until you do a ride along. I like what Mason Mitchell said. I've done over 10 ride alongs from the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> done a few handful of those myself. <laughs> hey, my my interactions with the cops have been that where I've gone to jail have been yeah. less stressful than doing the ride along. I'm telling you, a ride along is crazy. You'll be in the car. You will not believe the way the public treats cops. You will be like, you'll be blown away. They deal with the worst scumbags. The most simple stops. You'll see people just treat the cops like total shit. Uh, 390 winter shit. How are we for time? Oh, we're good. Yeah, I do have to yeah. run at 830 though. FYI. Okay, me too. Yeah, I figured you did, but... Uh, Sel Selma PD officer killed yesterday by twenty uh, by twenty three year old convicted felon in California. Sad, he was trespassing in the yard. He went to tell him to leave. Immediately shot several times. Sel Selma PD, uh, yeah, crazy. Killed by twenty three convicted twenty three year old convicted felon. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, this. So many people keep telling me that I should um, reach out to this girl and interview her. Anyway, do you know her? Who the one girl? We're showing her the comment you got pulled up. No, the 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 girl the girl in the video. Oh no. Uh, okay, so I just really like this. I thought this is like, this is. I feel like this is how I operate too. This is what I would do. If I, if I do something dumb, I punish myself for it. Or if I don't, if I haven't, if I miss an opportunity or if something happens, I don't use it like to celebrate and avoid the next hurdle. Like I, I try to face things right on. So she says, I've always had a fear of swimming in the ocean. Okay. Action. I've always had a fear of swimming in the ocean. She says she has one leg, by the way, 
The swim event in my last competition got canceled, and I wanted to feel relief, but instead I made myself swim the following day after the competition. So she found out she didn't have to swim in the competition. I'm assuming it's Wadapalooza. I wasn't the best at it. I felt awkward and panicked at first, and I still did it. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, it's somebody like, did recommend like a- her for the show. I'm sorry. Somebody did send her out just recently. I didn't realize from the angle that she was standing out that she had had one leg and I didn't read her. Thing. Sometimes, sometimes the only way to get over fear is to face it head on, no matter how you feel. Anyway, it's, it's such a badass. uh it, it, you know, in the, in the early days, even of this podcast, when a guest wouldn't call in or wouldn't show up, um, you know, Susan would have that talk like, hey, just do the show anyway. I remember Hobart said that, hey, just do it by yourself. Just get over that fear. Just do a show by yourself then. I, and it will bring Scott Schweitzer up again. I think I, I had a chat with him about those shows he does by himself. And I was like, that's your best shit. And he goes, yeah, it's so nerve wracking though. Yeah. He's just, you're just facing your fears. Oh, influencers. Look at, there's an influencer who commented, Matt Fraser. Influencer. Oh. These people know they're influencers. That's the other thing too. So someone else asked me in the comments, these people know they're influencers. So when they sell you shit, they know they're influencers. Well, seven likes, that's weak. They, they seven people just sucking him off. They <laughs> they know they're in, these people know they're influencers. They know they're influencers. Hey, is is the HWPO gym an affiliate? There's a gym? No, I don't well, think so. I don't even think is, there was is a the gym. Pro- is the proven gym an affiliate? I think no. the proven isn't it? The one in Nashville? Let's find out. Because I think that they they train at like a. Those are those are the company. Those are the ones I was referring to in, in misfits and shit like that. People who leverage the community, but that aren't maybe contributing to the community, like the way CrossFit Mayhem is. CrossFit yeah. Mayhem uses the term CrossFit Mayhem. They're well, selling stuff with, with, that's within the um, you know the ideology of CrossFit coffee and meat um they say you know what's funny is um, i i thought mike haplin was posting something to support the show the other day when we were talking about the snicker bar thing but and i reposted it and then someone else said no he was attacking the show um but either way it's pretty funny because i think what mike haplin i don't actually know what he's saying it was in shorthand uh, i didn't understand what he was saying but i think what he was saying is, is that athletes don't uh games athletes training for the games is different than doing crossfit but if you talk to anyone at Mayhem, it's not different at all. Rich says all we do is CrossFit. Jake Lockhart says all we do is CrossFit. And so you got people out there who are who are saying shit like that, like I think that Haplin was. And I'm sorry if I'm misrepresenting you, Mike. But uh, you have this guy who sent 50 to 100 people to the games every single year. There's no there's no second place, and they say all they do is CrossFit. Yeah, so that that isn't a proven and, 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 gym. That's CrossFit Nashville. That's and, where and actually works out of though. And actually what I think is that, well, that's cool. Actually. And what I think happening is happening. Haplin is, is that you're believing the hype from these other people who are trying to like differentiate themselves from CrossFit and say that maybe they're better. Um, uh, yeah, that is true. I, Austin Hartman, I'm convinced Sevon takes everything as a compliment until someone says otherwise that, uh, that is probably pretty true. <laughs> hey, if someone I- called me a dumb fuck, I'd be like, does that mean I'm good in bed? I would be like, wow, that's awesome. Spin it. Hey, one yeah. thing I wrote, I just I just took a couple notes to your point because I had a really cool conversation with Becca Voigt after the NorCal affiliate gathering on Saturday. Ten, ten times CrossFit Games athlete, gym owner, affiliate owner. 
Yeah, and that was basically the point that we were talking about. And I was kind of, and as the conversation was happening, I realized that when a lot of people say the CrossFit Games is like the loudspeaker for CrossFit or CrossFit the affiliates. And in the past, I agreed with that. And here's why: we had basically a straight line system to the affiliate. So you are flipping through your channels, you go to ESPN, you see the CrossFit Games on there, right? Yeah, and then yeah. you see they highlight an athlete that they're um, whoever is going to be up in the competition. Let's say it's Becca Voyer. Let's say it's Chris Clever, right? You remember the uh, CrossFit Valley Girls? Yeah. And when they would come up, it would be like, "Hi, I'm Becca Voigt, and I'm and I'm out of CrossFit, you know, so and so, and I'm a coach there." And then later on, she would open her own gym, or it would yeah. highlight Rich Froning, and I'm from CrossFit Mayhem. So then you, they were either coaches or their affiliate owners, or they were part of the L1 staff. And within that, it threaded back directly to the affiliate that they associated with, which helped right. the affiliates because then if you were an inspiring competitor, you would go to that gym. That was what was so amazing about that Rich Froning era because they completely gave back. CrossFit was in the name. They era, about era, 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 era. Rich Froning era. What did I say? I don't know. It sounded like uh, error, error. Okay. So what you guys said. And um, what ended up changing from that is then you had the Frazier time. I'm not going to re-screw it up. And he was the guy. The that, Frazier era. The Frazier era. Thank you. And not to pick era. up. E R A. What the fuck? Am I saying it wrong? Fuck that. We'll keep it's it like your forward. Mexican roots. You want to roll your R. I don't think you roll the R. Yeah, you're gonna, get, you're gonna Mes- get me on word pronunciation. Okay. So, <laughs> so he was in the he was in the corner, right? That he only wanted to use the weightlifting space, and somebody kind of drug him out. And then after that, he mostly trained in his parents' basement alone. And then so when there was the highlight of which him, is cool, then, which is cool. Fine. It's cool. And the, the I like highlight, it. The highlight of him that would come across the thing, he'd be like, I, I'm Matt Frazier out of whatever. And that was it. There was no tie to the affiliate. There was no tie to L1. It didn't trace back to the root of the community. Well, and then look at his podcast on Rogan. It was, I mean. Well, that's just sh- even on full display right there directly out of yeah. his mouth. I mean, then then he just shit all over uh, the affiliates. But um, I, 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 yeah, it's 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 bizarre. It's, it, it is, it's, it's, it's bizarre that these people, I think we'll come back around though. There's a there's definitely a leveraging of CrossFit that's going on by people without contributing back to the whole. It's like it's like almost like this thing, you know how they say, "Hey, you don't have to put other people down to make yourself be better." It's not quite that bad, but it's um uh what did he say on Rogan? Go listen to it. Go he listen to it. Basically was like, and well, imagine you're an affiliate owner the whole time. Imagine that you are Matt Souza, who's given your life and have all your eggs in one basket to run an affiliate in Livermore, California. And to you have CrossFit Livermore. That's pretty crazy. I wonder if they'd give you that today. No way. And I got it in 2013. So that was even really you're, crazy for that time. Uh, CrossFit Livermore. And he has all his eggs in one basket, go, works his fucking ass off there. And all he wants to do is help people. And then imagine someone like Matt Fraser, who's the the mouthpiece on the biggest platform the planet's ever seen saying what he said. It, it's not, um, it's not, it's not, it's just it, not giving, it's just not giving back. And they, and they kind of Island themselves off meaning like the HWPO or the Proven's or stuff like that. They don't have CrossFit in the name and they're not, at a CrossFit and they're not putting in a ton of media and saying CrossFit and CrossFit and CrossFit and hyping it back up or saying, go to your local affiliate or go do any of this. So there's just not the same give back that there was. And I worry that if the same strategy is to use the games as a loudspeaker, there's a lot more people that are 
there just to be competitive to, to run the competition to get their money and then get out then there was people that are threading it back to the affiliate so crossfit just needs to be careful in terms of using that as a loudspeaker because it doesn't have the same effect it's not the same straight line system back to the affiliate especially when you have people saying hey they don't even do crossfit or, exactly. or you see these videos coming out saying oh, there's a difference in in, in i mean I, I wouldn't even acknowledge any of that if i was crossfit there's a they I think they did that recently for some broadcast. There's some video CrossFit put out. There's difference in training for the games as there is. Like they're they're trying to make CrossFit gyms more accessible and not scare people away. Don't worry about that. Having babies is fucking must be the most terrifying thing a woman can ever think of. And 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 yet they take the cock and have babies. Like like don't it, it'll happen. Don't worry. Like you don't. Why are we demanding the games athletes be associated with us? We aren't even the same things as those guys. That's actually a great point, and it kind of goes off. We're, we're not. We're. I, I. They are the same things. They are the same things, and we're not demanding. What we're demanding is, is that they don't damage the ecosystem by saying dumb shit. Or I think is what Susa was saying. If we know they are going to say dumb shit, let's not leverage them. Yeah, because that's the big because thing. some of these athletes are just leveraged. Sorry, Susan. Some of these athletes are just fucking leveraging the community without taking without returning to it. Without without giving back to it, they're, they're not even acknowledging that it's CrossFit. That this is I kind of had my eyes open by this whole fucking this. I mean, I I've been just falling in love with the Mayhem Empire more and more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And I was gonna note it yesterday too, but there's a a certain culture that you feel within Mayhem, and like having a lot of the Mayhem people on the show and our relationship with Rich and stuff. Like this time coming back to Wada, I'm biased. I'm biased. <laughs> This time coming back to Wadapalooza, like running into Ben and Scott and Carlos and the whole media team and even the athletes. Oh, there. yeah. Ben Smith. I would love to ask him. Let's ask him. I bet you he fucking says he does CrossFit. Yeah. Well, of course. He's part of that. Were you referring to that Ben say. or Ben on their media team? No, Ben on the media team. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I bet you Ben Smith says he does CrossFit. I bet you Scott Panchik says he does CrossFit. And uh, the point that I was making there is just that the culture of mayhem, they've, they've it feels really familiar, like uh, familiar, familiar. Fuck. Familial? Yeah, you could do that. You're NorCal. You got you're brown. You're brown and proud. You <laughs> and, can be familiar. Uh, so once familiar. you once you get to know them and stuff like that, they just are really accept, uh, accepting and like you come in and they're super nice and everything else. So I could see that going there and training underneath that umbrella would just just the culture of it alone draws you to it. So I want to dress up as Jesus and go to Cookville. I could have done that a few years ago. I think Jesus died at 33. I'm 50. I can't play Jesus anymore. Hello, caller. Hi. Hey, what's up, dudes? What's going on? Hey, what's up? Oh, back, okay. Okay, hold you. on. Hold on. Jethro. Oh, nice. Got it. Gabe? Good for you. Nice. No, Jethro. You got he said you got it. Yeah. Oh, shoot. You're got okay. It. Hi, Jethro. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, Caleb. We missed you, bro. Thanks, dude. It's good to be here. Yeah, it was great to see you back. Uh, while Susie's still on before you left, uh, Nicole Cowell put out two great articles on uh, CrossFit. What'd you think of them? Did you read them yet? Uh, I read if I, was that I read one that came out early, early in the year. It was like the first one that came out. Is that the one you're talking about? Well, the one about efficacy was great, but she just put one out in the last two days about coaching. Phenomenal! Oh, I think everyone everyone needs to read it. No, I didn't read. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the video. I, I read one that came out like on January third, and then I heard one again recently where she talks about efficacy. Yes, I haven't seen either of these. Yeah, no, no, they're great. Yeah, uh, they are great. I, I agree. They're fantastic. I, I, everything that she, that I agree. There's been so much good stuff been put out. Yes. So my question is, do you think she's getting set up to have a bigger role other than 
the education piece? Uh, if they keep this up, well, she's, she's going to be the glassman of CrossFit. If they keep this up, they're going to, she's going to end up being, here's the thing. C CrossFit needs the vision just pounded endlessly nonstop at a crazy cadence. It just needs the, so that the people who start to know it are like are tired of hearing it. And that that's the only way the company is going to succeed. And there's been no vision coming out of there for over two and a half years. And so now she's, she's speaking and she's speaking directly to the affiliate owners. Um, the question is, is are the employees who work there getting this too? But yeah, I think she, I don't know if that's the goal, but that is what's going to happen. I agree with you. That will be the byproduct. Well, I think she's the one. I think she's the one. Yeah. She, I mean, she would be, she would be fantastic at it. There are, there, there is, yeah, she'd be fantastic. There, there, there'll be more to come on that. All right, more to come on. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thank you. See you later. Thank you. Yeah. All right. It was, it was there. We went through some tumultuous times. Did you see my? Uh, everyone at CrossFit had to go through sexual harassment training. I think in the last couple of weeks. Oh really? They do that to us every year. At at in in the Air Force. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It is, you guys, yeah. You guys don't yeah. do that all the time. You guys don't have a for the podcast. Yeah, Savon makes me go through it like every week. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Mark Moss, I'm going to convince my wife that the only L2 that I can attend is where Sevy lives, and then I'll camp. I'll come camp out in the front yard, Savon. I'll be the best front yard attendant you ever had. That's awesome. Let's do it. Let's Mark sounds unhoused. My 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 ha my yard would be awesome to set up a tent in. Uh, yeah, you can do camping trips out there with the boys. Have you done that yet? No, but I should. Yeah, that'll be that'll happen soon. They're getting close to that age. Uh, it's very interesting that CrossFit is doing uh, sexual harassment training right now, don't you think, Suza? With the insider knowledge that we have. Well, usually, yeah, usually there's you know. Did you hear JP left? By it. the way, did you hear JP, the owner of so the owner of Jared Pearl Mutter? You know who that is? He I know who that is. Yeah, Brick, yeah. the guy from Brick. Yeah, and I think he wrote the affiliate handbook. Okay. And then and then uh, you yep, remember yep, the guy yep. who is the president of CrossFit? Uh Jason Dunlap. Yeah, that woke fucking ding dong. Yeah. Um excuse me. That guy ended up going to Orange Theory. Shocker. And, and I think I think it was Orange Theory or F forty five. And now wh whatever whichever one it was, now JP has gone there. Interesting. Yeah, it's 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 a trip. And what's crazy is I didn't see what um what JP I don't I haven't seen what JP has written or if he did a press release. But when that dumb lap guy did a press release, it was like so obvious why he wasn't a fit for CrossFit. Like it wasn't like I can't wait to push um health and wellness and save people from the fears of COVID and we have a cure for the world's most vexing problems. Like I can't wait to take the brand and elevate it and make more money. I mean, it was yeah. you know what I mean. It was yeah. the Hundred thousand new CrossFitters a day. That's not pursuing. Yeah, it wasn't pursuing excellence. Right. No, definitely not. But I will uh, tell you. Okay. I noticed that Nicole Carroll likes all the Project Veritas videos. She should be careful if she wants a CEO position. Only hey, like snitches that, like you, Trish. Yeah that that chick ain't uh, that chick ain't woke. I'll tell you that. Nope. Yeah, that's a tough girl. That's a smart girl. Yeah, she ain't woke. Yeah, I ran into her on Saturday. You did. Yep. Just. Very quick, briefly, by the time I kind of made my way over to her, I was actually completely dead from the workout. I got crushed. Everybody that walked by me, my face was like pale. Like I was on the verge of throwing up. That's cool. I, yeah, well, I was lucky enough to have Neil Maddox as my uh, partner in that workout. And so um, wow. let's just cool. say he, he kept going, hey, dude, don't worry. I'm going easy. 
you know, he goes, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to, to prove anything to anybody or whatever. And let me just let, let you know, he, by the way, he wasn't lying. He did go easy. Like he definitely didn't like sell his soul in any way, but his easy is on a whole different spectrum than yes, my easy. Yes, yes. So and, uh, we were close to getting the score. They made it kind of fun. They put awesome Aliallo and Dawn together in a workout. And then basically we're like, okay, no, everybody try to beat them. And if you beat them, you're wow, going to be, cool. that's fucking cool. Really? Dawn did that. Yeah. And then they're like, if you win, whoever beats them too, like depending if there's multiple people that beat them, they'll put a name in a hat and they're going to draw it out afterwards and they gave away a free like L1 or L2. That's fucking way cool. I, I want to ask you a question here uh, real quick after. Uh, Sev- Sevon, does Greg Glassman have a, some type of non-compete after selling CrossFit? Yes. And it's going to expire soon. Uh, so... When I talked to Sousa, I said, how was the uh, – I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Then we'll see what Sousa thinks. I said, hey, how was the affiliate gathering? And and secretly, I wanted it to be a fucking train wreck. And he said, um, uh, hey, dude, I, they, I, he, Don won my heart. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, I, he fucking rocked me. He opened up with some shit that was fucking amazing. And I go, what was that? He goes, it was something I hadn't heard since Greg Glassman has been around. And I guess, and, and we'll see what Susan thinks of my interpretation of this, but he basically opened to these fucking affiliates in Northern California and said, hey, I know we have the cure for fucking COVID. I know we have the cure for the world's most vexing problem. I, it, it's a travesty that we had to go through what we did the last two years, knowing all along that our gyms have the cure for the problem. Dude, we that needs to be screened from the mountaintops. But finally, to get someone at CrossFit Inc. to say that. Yeah, Susan. It was it was interesting. He did open up with that. It was one thing in particular I do want to note though is he didn't use the word cure. And I think that's because okay. for, for like a legal reason. But he okay. did basically open it up and say and he started and he was like, Hey, look, we know that we have the solution to to a lot of what's happening here, and especially with COVID and everything else, and then was talking about it in the way that you would want it to be represented in front of a group of affiliates by the CEO of CrossFit. So we very much spoke in that same exact um, tonality with that same exact passion towards what we have, and uh, it was great. The whole the his whole speech I thought was really good. So far, they've been able to kind of do everything in small buckets that he said that he's going to do. So uh, we still got to give it some time to really see how it's going to play out overall. But I was uh, I was happy with. Well, his, at least we know the team. captain knows what kind of ship he's driving. A hundred percent, and he's got a good action plan that was. And just I heard he's not words. a gamesista like Rosa. I've never got the vibe that Don was a gamesista. No, no, not even close. And in fact, he made himself completely accessible the whole entire Saturday. And when we did the Q and A for the questions back and forth, it was open. Like everything was on the table. I asked if any of the sponsors were going to be able to, if they were going to um, ha- own any pieces of the company, and if they take any money, if that'll change the messaging or sway what we do. He said no. Craig Howard asked who owns CrossFit and what's their intent. Um, we had somebody who asked, hey, you said you're going to be branding and you have a goal of 30 uh, million new CrossFitters within the next seven years. What exactly does that mean? He got specific about what he was going to do. I made an interesting note because somebody in the crowd shouted out Super Bowl commercial, which I thought Hiller would appreciate. Um, but yeah, it, that event on Saturday ran and it was Katie Hogan and Jordan Hall and that, that put that whole thing together and, uh, and CrossFit obviously supported it in a major way. Awesome Aliola was there. Adrian Bosman was there. Dave Castro, the Dave Castro was there. Don was there. Nicole was there. And then for the first time in three years, it felt like how CrossFit was back in the day. 
and more importantly with the affiliate owners, it finally felt that we weren't isolated and alone. And you felt that the the community was coming back and it was coming back in a good way and strong. So hopefully everything that they presented and they talk about keeps moving forward in the direction that it does, because I, I have a feeling that it's going in a good way. A game Zista is thinking that Matt Fraser and Katrin David's daughter are going to save CrossFit. That's what Rosa thought. I'm not paraphrasing. That's what he thought. A hundred percent. He they, thought and, they were going to save CrossFit and that's fucking, comp- that's in, in the clinical sense, completely retarded. If any, they're, they're the, they're the, um, they, they're the furthest thing that from what can save CrossFit. And, Upset, and so, and so this guy, Don, isn't obsessed with the games and not the affiliates. And that's what Rosa was. Don't forget. Yeah, I could go. I, I could, no, I was like, just going to say to your point, he yeah. never once mentioned the games. At the affiliate gathering. Not even close. Right. Nope. It yeah. was very like all the whole conversation, his whole presentation and everything that they did there, the sales stuff that Jordan Hall laid out. Michelle Moots was there that she talked about becoming a professional coach. There was really good, great open discussion. Nobody shied away from anything. It felt like all the instructors and everybody there was free to talk how they wanted to. And I will guarantee that um, Don, there wasn't even any talk of the games. That wasn't even the focus at all. It was all about the affiliates. It's all about making more professional coaches. And it was awesome. Uh, Sean Sullivan, did Austin check your vaccination status before he would work next to you? East coast bitches. Uh, I, I, I do want to say this as someone said, Nicole is woke because she has yoga. You have to understand Greg beat the fucking woke out of us. If you worked with Greg, he is so fucking smart and articulate. And he, uh, David Boaz, libertarianism, read the book. If you haven't, um, like there was, there's, you, you couldn't last. Greg was the light of truth on so many subjects. And uh, if you said some dumb shit around him, he would unfuck you quick. There were not too many uh, woke people around him. There were, there were fucking scumbags. That's for sure. And there were people, there were vi- victim people, but, but they could at least think clearly. Um, should we finish with one more thing? Uh, three, eight before Susan has to go a uh, three eighty seven. This one is called casino life. This is, I, I picture this is happening. This exact scene is happening in a casino near uh, at, at every minute of the day, 24 hours a day. Somewhere in the world, this has to be happening. Here we go. Uh, worse than dollar white claw specials at the casino because the Karens seem to come out. And you can see this lady continue to antagonize her. She's like, can I hit her yet? Being very polite. Probably could have knocked her ass out a long time ago. This goes on for several minutes. The lady showed a lot of self-restraint, especially with Karen in her hot, sour breath up in her face. Throws another shot and booyah right to the cheek. And Karen gets a runway first-class ticket to Goo Goo Gaga Land. My God, she is out. Let's take a look at the replay. She wanted to find out, so she found out real quickly. And right here, you just don't mess with people, especially with people that have self-restraint asking questions like, should I hit her? Can I hit her now? Is this the time? She was so respectful. Karen disrespectful once again. Legend has it. She's still there involuntarily making out with the ground. Great job, Karen. Oh my goodness! Hey, I guarantee you that Nicole. One final thing. Let me tell you something. Uh, I guarantee you, Nicole Carroll did not get the fucking vaccine. There's no fucking way, and it is a long trip between liberal and libertarian. Uh, I I don't know if I agree with you, Trish. I, I, I uh, she she. There's no fucking way. She's too smart to have gotten the vaccine. Uh, she lives out in the fucking middle of nowhere in Colorado. She has a land. And uh, no one would, no one could, if you were in Nicole Carroll's presence, she's a different kind of human being. 
I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I don't want to, hopefully one day we'll have her on the show. She's not a normal human being. That is not a normal, uh, woman. So, uh, that is a powerhouse of a human. Uh, she is very special and you would, uh, feel your whole being change in her presence. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you that she's, uh, and everyone knows that I wouldn't say that like about Dave or about Greg or about myself, but if you are in Nicole's presence, you will feel something and uh, you will uh, come to attention. She's, she's uh, beautiful and powerful as fuck. Okay. That's it. That's all I'm saying about her. Um, all right. Uh, thank you everyone. Uh, tomorrow we have Seth Gruber on tomorrow's show is going to be crazy. If you don't know who Seth Gruber is, you should look up some of his videos. S E T H G R U B E R. He is a, uh, very religious guy, Christian dude. He's made it, I think his life calling to bring an end to baby killing. Um, it's going to be, uh, yeah, Chuck's great too. Chuck's great too, uh, but Nicole, yeah, there's something about Nicole has some crazy presence, man. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, she's opening up a different vortex of energy. Something's coming through. This guy is something else. This is going to be weird talking to him. I'm, I'm excited. Could, could, could get squirrely. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I've never jerked going. it to Nicole. That is not true. I can, t- I never <laughs> have. That's bullshit. I have never done that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's I don't drink it to anyone but my wife. I, I it's my wife is everything to me. I want to be clear on that. That's how I know. Okay, but I appreciate the uh it, I appreciate it. I appreciate the thought. The maybe that was just a way of complimenting Nicole. Uh another Christian Stevon invite me to your baptism. <laughs> Look at that photo he's got there. Yeah. Hey, that's a, Hey, that, that I know what kind of Republican you are. You go to the airport, don't you? And go to the bathrooms at the airport. You know, that, that kind of Republican. <laughs> and Sevy invite, what are you doing? What are you doing in that photo? <laughs> Tried to seduce you. <laughs> Caleb, good to have you back. Glad to be back. Bye-bye.